yeah, yeah. Perfect. All right. Um, this is actually my second episode since I've launched this podcast that I've been working on for like forever. Um, so I'm really honored to be joined by the Jermaine Crawford. Um, Jermaine, how are you doing on this good day, my brother? Man, I'm great. Just blessed to be alive. Blessed to be here. Amen to that. Um, first and foremost, I want to start off by um, um, introducing you to you know anybody who is not too familiar with you, even though I find that hard to believe, considering you know you come from one of the greatest TV series of all time. Jermaine Crawford is an actor. Um, and he's also a producer, writer, and he's also does music, which I kind of found out when we connected more so um, later on. Uh, but um, how's how how's business right now in regards to whether acting or music? Business is good, man. I'm just staying focused. I'm looking, I guess, forward to the next chapter of my career. Like you said, The Wire, um, not too long ago, it was actually 15 years since mm -hmm. fourth season premiered on television and that it was just interesting because in those 15 years I've just done a lot of um just I've, I've been working the entire time but there was a lot of internal development that happened and um, most recently um I've been you know blessed enough to work on another HBO um, project with David Simon the creator of The Wire um it's called We Own This City and um you know just looking forward to the next chapter and phase of my life and my career so just really excited about that Okay. Recently, you've um, you, you live in LA, but recently mm -hmm. I spotted you um, via the gram, right, on in Maryland, and you seem to be working on something new. Mm -hmm. um, now you look like you were playing a police officer, if I'm not mistaken. You can correct me. Do you want to tell us a little bit about what you were doing in Maryland, what you're shooting, and what you know we could be looking forward to in that? Uh, without saying too much, because I actually got in trouble for that picture. <laughs> okay. but, uh, <laughs> but it's cool. It's, it's cool now, totally. Um, I'm, I'm playing a cop by the name of Jaquan Dixon on We Own This City, on um, the HBO miniseries We Own This City. And um, We Own This City is a look into uh, corruption within the Baltimore Police Department. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, stay tuned. It's going to be a really cool project. And uh, yeah, when I was in Baltimore working on that, I was able to, um, I guess people saw my Instagram ran to Tristan. You know, he's working on a Broadway show, um, which isn't too far, New York isn't too far from Baltimore. So we were able to connect and, you know, it was just this really full circle moment of working with the people who started my career 15 years later, still, you know, here, still working, still yeah. <laughs> here, you know? So um, yeah, it's been cool. And in, in regards to music, um, you put out an EP uh, last year. You put out an EP. It was me. It was me, not you. Mm -hmm. um, I listen. I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed the music. Um, I was just blown away because, again, I didn't know you sung until we were talking. You're like, yeah, my EP's coming out. And I was like, where are you sing? Mm -hmm. And it was really, it was actually really, 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 really good. And um, come to find out, you know, you and Mac are, are related um our cousins and i'm like yo the, the whole talented acting and music thing it just runs in the family um, I, I definitely guess you could say that me me and tristan are related through marriage okay but blood couldn't make us you know any closer right. so um i guess spiritually we're musically and artistically kind of connected by by family or whatever <clears throat> yeah um so um we're gonna get into the wire 
um, which is, you know, arguably the greatest TV series of all time. Um, I'm actually going to get your opinions on something a little bit related down the road in this interview. Uh, but you, you know, you played Daquan, right? Weems in The Wire, um, a student. And I remember how we connected was I, I was watching, I was watching The Wire for the first time in my life, bro, last year. Last summer was the first time that I watched The Wire. Mm. I always heard about it, but I've never been a really like heavy TV guy. Like, oh, I, that explains it. That explains so much. Yeah. Like I watched. <laughs> You're so new to it. <laughs> I'm like, I've been hearing this is the greatest thing of all time. Even The Soprano, I didn't see it till last year. Same goes for Breaking Bad. I didn't see it till last year. Um, and the reason that I got into it last year was we were in the house for so long with the pandemic. You know, our school got shut down. We were online. And I just had so much time on my hands, bro. I just watched The Wire. Um, and I watched all the other series. How did you get, how did you get into um, casting for that role? Because I know you've been acting since you were three, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. How, how did you land on The Wire? Well, um, I was... I grew up singing in church that turned into, you know, doing competitions around DC, like at the Lincoln theater and just stacking up trophies. Then that turned into musical theater, which was applying acting and music together. And um, I was around maybe six, eight, nine. So still just kind of doing plays, Shakespeare theater, Ford theater. Um, Around the time when I was 12 years old, I had just finished this play called The Miracle Worker, pretty popular play about Helen Keller. I was auditioning for this series that I'd never heard of on HBO called The Wire, because I was only 12. Yeah. I wasn't really allowed to watch the show. Right. I didn't know what it was. I just knew that um, my brother was making a huge deal about me getting this freaking role. And I had to like... I just felt the pressure of wanting to get this for my brother because yeah. he's like, dude, this is my favorite show. You gotta get this role. You gotta be on this show, dog. The show's so good. Yeah. I'm just like, whatever, man. So I, I, um, I started by auditioning for Michael Lee. Mm -hmm. That was like three different auditions. And then um, they threw Donut at me, the character Donut. And then for the screen test, they were like, okay, we want you to do this Dookie character. Like, you know, give this the one a go. So I'm like, okay, uh, okay. Like Dookie, okay. Like that's the one, because when you got the breakdown, you saw, you saw, I think you saw the names like Randy, Michael, Dookie, Naaman. Mm -hmm. You kind of saw their vibes, you know what I'm saying? And everyone was like, oh, I definitely want to play Naaman. He has money, he's cool, you know, whatever or Michael, he's dope, you know? It's just like, dookie, like, oh. <laughs> But anyway, I killed the audition, I get the role. It was, it was, a, um, it was like a, a six, seven month audition long process. It was, re it was really intense, to be honest, now that I think about it. And um, it was just serendipitous, right time, right place. I was prepared. I was doing a lot of uh, work on stage and just kind of happened. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And again, you played that role, man, so well that while I was watching, you know, the show, I went on Twitter and I just randomly said, Yo, this kid reminds me of, you know, Dookie character reminds me of one of my students um, who that has that teacher student relationship that you mm -hmm. had 
you know, and I was just like, wow, that really was like dope that he was able to bring that. How, how was that watching that on TV as a real teacher in a real, because you teach in the city, right? No? Inner city, yeah. Teaching yeah, so that was literally like, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> that was so kind of like parallel to your experiences. What was that like seeing that in television for the first time? Yo, that's why it struck me the way it did. And that's why I was so fond of you because it was real life. Like that stuff happens, bro. Like I get that regularly. Um, and, you know, to develop the relationship you have, it was literally like you were telling this kid's story. It was freaky. It was weird. Like this kid, you were telling his story, a specific student, I obviously will not say his name, but mm -hmm. literally had that kind of like, you know, imbalance and, you know, lacking so much of, of what, you know, kids, you know, want to have, right? Whether it's, you know, parental advisory or whether it's just somebody who just gives a darn, like outside of their household. And I was like, like, that's crazy that he's putting on his character and to see, you know, how, you know, the teacher um, held you accountable or tried to hold you accountable while still um, giving you just like that hug, right? That like, yo, it's okay, man. Like, regardless, I'm gonna I'm look out for you and, and all that other stuff. That was just so, so spot on, bro. And I was just like, yo, I, I gotta tell this dude how much that, mm. you know, that <clears throat> inspires me. And I just tweeted at you and then this is kind of how we connected, but mm -hmm. that, that was that was dope, man. Um, you worked with... Um, and rest in peace, um, Michael, um, mm -hmm. you worked with Michael, who is just like an absolute legend, right? Um, so artistically gifted, so special on and off the screen. Um, I've actually been around him a few times um, and he's just a great, great energy. Like, I don't even want to say great person. His energy was always just like positive and like uplifting. What was it like working with him? Working with Michael K. Williams, um, I didn't know, but it will probably be one of like the, well, I guess thus far, just, I guess, wonderful experiences of my career. Um, being able to, because we never really had scenes together. I think there was like one little scene that we kind of did where we might've been walking and he was walking and it was kind of like a transition shot, like some kind of weird kind of thing like that. Mm -hmm. But we never had on camera scenes together. But of course, since, you know, my first season, the fourth season, he just, you know, he just really embraced us with so much love, just so much kindness, so much advice, so much just warmth. Like he was just such a, just such, it's cliche, but he was really just a really nice guy. Just, just a very nice guy. He was so respectful to my parents. And, you know, I was young, I was young, you know, stepping into, you know, his show for three years and mm -hmm. he really kind of made it very easy, you know, so much so at the end of the fourth season, you know, we kept seeing each other at the production office. We kept seeing each other on set and seeing each other at the different kind of parties that different people in the cast and production would have. And, you know, there was, you know, I guess at the end of every season, they do kind of like a competition, like a talent show. <clears throat> we had heard the hair and makeup had something really special planned and I don't know what made him do it but Michael just was like yo I heard you dance he used to dance right I was like yeah he was like well man let's do you you know the Michael Jackson thriller routine right I was like oh I know that by heart he's like a <laughs> word 
He was like, yeah, I mean, well, let's do it. I'm like, yeah, let's do it for a talent show. And then, you know, we had like two different days that we did rehearsals in the production office and we we did it. And it was just, it was, it was so cool, man. It was so cool. We have, we have quite a few memories, but that one just really sticks out the most because I was so fresh in this business. I didn't know anything. I didn't know anything. I was just really performing because it's what I love to do. Uh-huh. And to see this giant in the industry kind of reach down and just connect with me and just bond with me and, and just just teach me so much. It was it was so wow, just mind blowing. It blows my mind. You know, I'm so blessed to Wait. have had that. Yeah, no, that's I, I I could imagine, and I'm just like thinking about like you know the encounters that people who worked with him closely had with him and how you know everyone that I've come across just says he all he did was pick you up right he period was period uplifting that was his vibe right um how do you like when you look back right now you're like you know you're an adult now and you know you're you're doing different endeavors when you look back on the wire 15 years later do you still kind of grasp that you were a part of that, like that, the, how monstrous of a TV series that is. <laughs> you know, man, it's so wild because I deal with it every day. I mean, I do, I do, I deal with that every day and I'm getting better at just saying, okay, look, all right, cool. I was on the best show in the world. Like, I'm, But <laughs> I don't know. I was a part of it. So it just, it, it feels like, I'm working as an adult, like you said, 15 years, and I started really young. So I really didn't know what was going on until about 10 years, like 10 years after. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, I know that it's a blessing. I'm super blessed to have been a part of it. I'm still wrapping my mind around it, if it makes sense. Just the different stories, and even with the passing of Michael, and just how many people were impacted you know, by his performance on the show. It's just, whoa, I'm like, whoa. Whoa, 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 all these people, whoa, watch the show. Like, whoa, that's crazy. Mariah Carey, like, oh shit. <laughs> like, whoa. But anyway, um, it, it it still blows my mind by just how many people have seen the show or know it. It's like, oh, you ain't oh, oh. Right. There's a lot of shows out here. You know, me and Jamie Hector were talking about it the other day. <clears throat> and um, he plays Marlo, and we were chatting and um he was just saying like there are so many tv shows on so many streaming platforms but the wire was like one of its kind it's not many shows really make it up there like that yeah it's like damn we were on it (laughs) amen how do you feel um and i'm only asking you this because um we've (laughs) I've done this myself a couple of times on Twitter in regards to you when people are talking like characters um, that either broke them down or characters that went out a certain type of way, you know, they bring up Opie from Sons of Anarchy mm-hmm. and, you know, I've thrown your name into the ring with, with your character that's, you know, broken me down on, on some sentimental level. Does that like, does it annoy you? Like, all right, man, Dookie wasn't that bad. Like he had it bad, but or is it just kind of like an honor that people really grasp the character like the, the way you played it? Well, the older I get, um, Dookie did have it that bad. 
Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, that encourages my work with youth to this day, that performance and really just wrapping my mind around what I was portraying and what kids really are living through at that age when I was just on a HBO set. You know what I'm saying? So that, that you know, when people when people can identify me to that, it's re- it really is a blessing and an honor. And it took me almost 15 years to get it. <laughs> But it's like the kid was so pure and innocent and just people were rooting for him. It was just, it was such a great character to play. So, um, you know, people, if you know me and you call me Dookie, that's a problem. But if you don't know me, like what else can you call me? Unless you know my name is Jermaine Crawford. You know what I'm saying? It, It doesn't bother me. There are people who, there are artists who spend a lifetime to have something that people, the world can know them by. Yeah. And I was able to do that at a young age. So it's just like, call me Dookie, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now, you, you did play Dookie um, in, in The Wire, but you've also been a part of other shows, you know, movies and things of that nature. What would you say has been the most, you know, fun experience for you on set? Like, whether it's a movie or whether it's with an actor or actress, um, producer, director, what would you say has been at the top of your list? <clears throat> Wow. It's been a lot of moments. Um, the most fun, if I can think just instantly. Hmm. So two things. One, working with 50 Cent in the movie 12, directed by Joel Schumacher, who passed away not too long ago. So rest in peace to Joel Schumacher. But it was really cool because that was still kind of, not early on in my career, but I was still in my teens and an actor and working with a rapper who I respected so much. And this is before Power. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? This is one of 50's first movies. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And this was a really cool indie film and we had camera time together. And it was, it, it was the first time that, I guess God was really showing me that like, bro, you know what I'm saying? Get Richard Die Trying was like, what? Give Richard Die Trying how big that album was to us growing up. It was like larger than life. And now I'm on set with this guy. We're in, we're face to face. And he's like, oh, I love The Wire. And I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) yes. It's like, anyway, but then there's also, um, I did a movie called Damsels in Distress. And um, Greta Gerwig, Adam Brody from Manifest, um, Megalyn and Chief Gunwoke. And we had like this really cool dance number. And that was my first time really ever doing something as crazy as dance on camera. And, you know, it was just a lot of fun, basically. That, that, those two experiences were a lot of fun. That's awesome. I can't, I, I can't imagine. All right, um, Jermaine, I'm not going to hold you too much longer, but I do have a couple more questions to ask you. Um, first, um, as far as music, what, what, what's next for you? What are you looking forward to? Are you working on a new project or anything? In the and you can't tell me yet. I am recording some of the, I'm recording the best music of my life thus far. Okay. I'm very confident in saying that the things that I'm recording right now are, it's just better than anything I've ever done. Okay. Because I have a a clear understanding of the story I want to tell in music, the space I want to feel in music. I'm just, I'm I'm very certain of a lot of things these days. And um, I'm just getting the music together and just to be to be transparent as an independent artist i'm putting the pieces behind the scenes together as well because it's a very very important part that we as independent um, artists we we neglect that 
if you're going to kind of quote unquote do it by yourself, you do need a team of people helping you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I'm, I'm putting together a very, very cool team. And we're we're rocking it, man. We're starting to we're starting the groundwork, dude. It's it's getting really exciting. But um stay tuned, man. It's gonna get real. It's gonna get real, bro. The music is coming. I have not given up on the music. The music is definitely coming. And um the next time it it it'll it'll be introduced to everyone the right way. I gotta say, I am a little disappointed, um, Jermaine, that you did not shoot a video for people on that. It was. I told my guys all the time. Um, we 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 discussed the EP to this day, and I'm like that people record. Um, that's a great record. Like it reflects a lot of you know the real stuff, and you know just first of all. Um, it was you, not me. That record is mad smooth, right? The whole EP, like, I just be jamming to the whole EP. So when you say you're going to put out the best music you've ever put out, I'm like, all right, that's kind of exciting to look forward to, considering I really think your EP was really, really dope. Um, but how how much of your music... Oh, go ahead. You weren't going to say something? It's just funny because there's, there's two other people who really fight for people. One, his name is James Samuel. He's a, a writer-director. He has a really cool film coming out soon called The Heart of They Fall for Netflix with Regina King and all of them. Um, he also happens to be Seal's brother. And he really loves that song. And he um, doesn't fail to let me know. <laughs> and my mother also lets me know that that's our favorite song that I've recorded as well. And um, I have a charity, a campaign for homeless youth. So that song will be kind of the song of our movement that just kind of brings everyone together because the lyrics are very self-explanatory. So it's not over for the record. You'll see it over the years. It'll be there. It'll be there. That's exciting. All right. Um, Last question I have for you, and then I'm going to let you go about your day. Um, We talked about this earlier about how The Wire, you know, what the magnitude of that show and how that show is going to forever live on. Um, literally nobody ever not brings up any top shows without bringing up the wire. Um, I need your top five TV series, bro. Um, I might have just gotten in the TV series, you know, literally have binge watched everything in the last 12 to 15 months from Sons of Anarchy to Sopranos to all the wire series to Breaking Bad. Mm-hmm. What's in your top five, bro? And you can include the wire. That's OK to do that. The wire. Okay. <laughs> Breaking Bad, I really enjoy that. I very, very, I enjoy that very much. Um, series, like, oh, I watched it. Ooh, 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 that's cool. <laughs> of Anarchy, I did enjoy that. Okay, 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 okay. The Wire. Uh-huh. Breaking Bad. Uh-huh. To be honest, I'm gonna to have to say like um <laughs> Fraser. Mm. The writing is very good on Fraser. Um it's very funny, it's very hilarious. You just can't beat it. Um okay, hold on. I'm almost there. All right, okay, <laughs> Fraser. Mm, Rhinos, you got them in there somewhere? Do you haven't seen that yet, to be honest? Okay, okay. Not in a rush to watch it either. Um, I'm kind of wire biased. Right, right, right. Uh, (laughs) Uh, HBO shows, so 
I'm, I'm almost drawing a blank. I don't know if any other shows. I mean, okay, if I had to throw out Big Little Lies, was really good too. Okay. The People versus OJ. I mean, it was a mini series, but I really enjoyed that too. I was gonna say I don't know if that if if that files under series, but that was absolutely creeping. Oh my god, just cr- incredible, incredible. That was fantastic. Game of Thrones. You're not a Game of Thrones guy. Game of Thrones was really good, but because the last season was so interesting, um, I can't throw it up there with my favorites. Mm, okay, so you got but the, the show was great. The show was amazing, but like, I don't know if I could watch it again. You know, right. once you watched it, it's like you watched it. Yeah, for me personally, for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear you. So the wire. Um, Breaking Bad, you said Frasier, you got the OJ miniseries in there. And what was the fifth one, if I'm not? I don't know. You know? I, don't know <laughs> I don't know if I really meant it, but uh, let's just go with those top four for now, and I'm going to hit you back with the fifth one. No doubt, no doubt. All right, yo, Jermaine, I appreciate your time, brother. This was dope. I can't Absolutely, wait. Man. I can't wait to, to see the show that you're working on, the series, um, and then more music. Just please keep me posted. I'm always a text away, whatever I could do. Um, Greatly appreciate you, my boy. Thank you, man. This was awesome. And you keep up the great work as well. Keep giving back to the kids and pouring into the the next generation. We we need more great teachers. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Have a good one. All right, man. You too. Peace out.